Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone is having an amazing week. My week's going all right, trekking through it one day at a time. Let's get right into what's new with me because I have some things to talk about. Guys, I feel like I'm shopping for a dress all the time. I swear it's just wedding after wedding these days, which makes a lot of sense because it's making up for a lot of past weddings, plus all the new weddings. But I love shopping, so it's not all bad. I did find a really cute one. It's going to come in sometime this week, so I will let you guys know if it ends up working or not. I really hope it does because I do not want to keep searching. I'm kind of over the process. So I've been doing that. That seriously consumed so much of my time on Sunday, like an embarrassing amount of time searching for a dress. But other things that are consuming my time are getting ready for this move. We finally have a date of when we're actually leaving. It's in the next couple weeks, so of course you guys will be updated once we make the move over there. We finally set up our electrical, which is really good. We also figured out how to get everything from LA to Chicago. So I think the biggest stressors that I was having about the move are semi taken care of now. At least we have plans put in place, which makes me feel way calmer. Things are happening, guys. It's really, really getting close now. Other than the move updates, I watched the Tonys this weekend. That was really fun. I feel like the Tonys are an award show that a lot of people don't actually watch. But I really like to watch them because I love the performances, and even if I don't know all the musicals or the plays, it's just kind of entertaining for me. So I watched the Tonys. It was a whole theme of Broadway is back. Very fun. I've never been to Broadway, so I guess the Tonys are just a little peek into what it would be like. I would love to go one day. I know that I would absolutely love it. Another really fun thing that I did this past weekend is me and my family went to the Immersive Van Gogh exhibit. I will talk to you guys about that a little bit later in a different section of the podcast. But I just had to say, I went, I loved it. It was such a cool, unique experience. I'm excited to talk to you guys more about it. Speaking of that, that brings us right into what's hot. Because our first story has to do with art, and more specifically, with Vincent Van Gogh. DW.com writes, new Van Gogh drawing is unveiled in Amsterdam. In a rare treat for art lovers, an Amsterdam museum verified and put on display a previously unknown drawing by famous Dutch artist Vincent van Gogh. Theo Miedendorp, senior researcher at the Van Gogh Museum, told the AFP news agency, this one has never been seen before anywhere. The quote, study for worn out, closely resembles another drawing already owned by the museum, albeit with a slight change of perspective. Both of them are believed to show an elderly laborer named Jacobus Zeiderland, who was 72 at the time. The artist mentioned drawing the sketches in a letter to his brother Theo in 1882. Van Gogh wrote, What a fine sight an old working man makes, in his patched bombazine suit with his bald head. The sketches precede Van Gogh's more colorful and better-known works such as Irises and Starry Night. At the age of 29, the artist was attempting to improve his people painting skills and possibly find a job as an illustrator for a magazine. His efforts to make a living of his art were famously unsuccessful, however. Van Gogh's works only gained recognition after his death in 1890 and are currently worth millions. The new art piece, The Study for Worn Out, came into possession of a well-known Van Gogh collector, Henk Bremer, who sold it to a Dutch family in 1910. It was since passed through generations until it reached its current owner, who wishes to stay anonymous. The owners approached the museum last year after the officials asked for help in documenting privately owned Van Gogh paintings. DW.com further writes that finding the sketch was a total surprise. Museum experts confirmed that the work was produced with the tools Van Gogh was using at the time, including a carpenter's pencil and a coarse watercolor paper. 
They also found traces of damage corresponding to the way Van Gogh used to attach paper to his drawing board. Art expert Miedendorp said, We didn't expect it to be out there, but it was out there, so this was a lucky find. The drawing will remain on temporary display at the museum until January 2nd before returning to its owner. So guys, kind of crazy. The fact that they're still discovering an original Van Gogh is insane to me. It kind of makes me think, where is all of the other lost art? You know, there must be so much art out there that is still undiscovered. I remember earlier this year, I think around May, like early summer, there was also a story that came out about another undiscovered Van Gogh. And it had Van Gogh's signature on the back. It was going to Amsterdam for authentication. I don't think there's been a follow-up on that yet. So maybe once there is, I'll share that with you guys. But that was also a crazy story. And if that one was authenticated, that would have been the largest painting that Van Gogh has ever done that has been discovered. And also the only square one. Again, I think that one is still being authenticated. But the fact that there are still art pieces out there, it's kind of exciting. I don't know. Also, I just feel slightly more invested because I did just go see this exhibit. So I feel like I know a little bit more about Van Gogh than I did before, which I really didn't know that much about him. I know that he died young, that he made an insane amount of paintings, and that he became famous for his works after his death. But there is so much more to uncover with him. We'll get a little bit more into him after this next story. Shifting gears from art to the fashion world, which in my opinion, fashion is art, so not that far off. I'm excited to report on this story. It's been getting a lot of buzz. According to the New York Times, Milan Fashion Week ended with official confirmation of what may be the biggest trend in the fashion world right now. Not fringe or bicep bracelets or even bikini tops, but rather power mashups. Introducing Fendachi, aka Fendi by Versace or Versace by Fendi. The pre-spring 2022 pop-up collections created by Kim Jones, Fendi's women's wear artistic director, and Sylvia Venturini Fendi, Fendi's menswear designer, and Donatella Versace of Versace, in which the designers tried their hands at the other's house and then showed the result on the runway. The name may have been created in fun, but it's not a joke. Miss Versace says it's a first in the history of fashion. She describes the experiment as us swapping roles. New York Times explains, Think of it as collaboration raised to the nth degree. But don't dare call it collaboration because that was so 2019. Very funny, New York Times. Or the opposite of conscious uncoupling, only the short-term style version. It's when two brands in the same fashion bracket decide that rather than competing with each other, they're going to start playing with each other on purpose and with permission. Gucci kicked off this idea back in April when its designer Alessandra Michelle, quote, hacked into its sister brand Balenciaga for the main Gucci collection. Balenciaga returned the favor in June. Then Jean-Paul Gaultier, the brand, announced that after Mr. Gaultier's retirement, each couture show would be created by a different guest designer interpreting the brand's signatures. In July, it was Chateau's Abe of Sakai. Next up will be Glenn Martin's of Y Project and Diesel. Miss Abe also teamed up with Fendi's Mr. Jones as part of his other gig as artistic director of Dior Men's to create a men's capsule collection in June. The New York Times explains that this is unlike the projects formerly known as collaborations because it is more a meeting of equals. So I think this was pretty cool. Gigi Hadid walked, Emirata walked, a lot of other really respected high fashion models walked. 
I think that it was great to see this designer swap show. I will say, though, that I feel like the show did read more Versace than Fendi, but I guess it probably is expected that the show would lean at least a little bit one way or the other. I mean, I'm all for the message that designing should be more of a collaboration than a competition. Styles, designs, designers are all so incredibly different, but if you can find a way to collaborate with each other and do something really cool like this show, I think that it's awesome. It's something unique. It's something that's really fun for the consumers too, especially if you love both of these brands, or maybe even if you're just a fan of one of them, it can open the other brand up to you as well. Fendi lovers becoming Versace lovers, Versace lovers becoming Fendi lovers. Love to see it. Go check out the looks for yourself if you are at all interested in Fendachi. That's it for what's hot. Let's get right into what's good. And we're circling back, you guys, to Van Gogh. Like I said, I went to an exhibit, and this exhibit is top of mind, and it has reached the what's good section. And I'm recommending it to you guys because it is, in fact, good, great, unique, a must-see. I will say that if you are a person that doesn't love museums very much, you think that they're kind of boring, you don't want to go stand around, look at art, I don't necessarily agree with you, but I understand you. I definitely get that point of view. But even still, if you are somebody that doesn't love museums, I'm telling you guys, this is so incredibly different. Why it's different is because it is very much an immersive exhibit. So it's not like you're just looking at a bunch of paintings. You walk into this room and it's completely projected. The floors, the walls, all in Van Gogh's paintings and it's movable art. So one painting is coming in, the next painting is going out, there's music to the experience. It's really very beautiful. On the site for the exhibit, it says, renowned for transforming venues into unforgettable art pieces, the immersive Van Gogh exhibit strives to highlight the unique architecture of its spaces while integrating influences from its history and community. Get ready to be transported the second you step inside. The New York Times describes the exhibit as an immersive experience that turns the walls and floors of an exhibition space into a kind of Van Gogh dream world. So this exhibit popped up in Chicago, St. Petersburg. It's been in Minneapolis for a little while, which is where I just saw it. It's also been in 29 other cities. Some of them have ended, but some of them are still going and going through the new year. So definitely check online to see if you can get tickets in a city near you. It's seriously a one-of-a-kind exhibit one of a kind for the experience, but what's actually really cool is that they're able to do this in so many cities. Because you know, like if you have an exhibit, like a Van Gogh exhibit, and they're the actual art pieces there, you can only do that at one city at a time. The art pieces can only live in one place. So what's so cool about this is that so many places can have this going on. You can experience something similar to somebody in Chicago as somebody in New York, as somebody in LA. So I think that's awesome. I think it's definitely a really great way to expand the reach of art and make it a little bit more enjoyable for maybe people that don't like traditional art or that just want to experience it in a different way. So really cool. I would definitely check it out if you're an art lover, if you're interested in Van Gogh, or if you just want a really cool, very relaxing experience. Next up for what's good, stick into the Van Gogh theme, you guys. When I have a theme, I stick to the theme. I feel like you know this about me by now. Because I saw the exhibit, because I was reading these stories about Van Gogh, I had to find something to watch about Van Gogh as well because you know that we love content here at Typically Peachy. Actually, my brother found this movie and told me about it, and me and my family all watched it together. This movie is called At Eternity's Gate. Here's your summary. 
Famed but tormented artist Vincent van Gogh spends his final years in Arles, France, painting masterworks of the natural world that surrounded him. Very short summary, sweet and to the point. Really, that is what it's about. It's about his final years, the things that he created. It gives you a little bit of insight into the struggles that he was going through. It's with Willem Dafoe and Oscar Isaac. Both are incredible in this film. It's a really beautiful film, aesthetically, the music in it, the scenery, the dialogue. There are just really special moments in this film. And if you go see the exhibit, I highly recommend watching this movie after or before. That's exactly what me and my family did. After we saw this exhibit, we just wanted to know more. So we ended up watching the movie, and it was kind of just great to get a little bit more background about all the art that you're seeing what's going on in the artist's world during that time. It was a very complete experience for me, for sure, which I happen to really love. I don't know, guys, you know me, I love content, so any kind of form that I can get it in, I'll take, especially if it's quality content. All right, guys, next up for what's good, I have two fashion items for you. Both of them I got from DSW, which was kind of fun because I feel like I don't go there often, and usually they don't have a lot of my size and stuff for shoes, so that's kind of why I don't go there that often. But I did find something really, really good, a pair of Timberland shoes. They are heeled, of course, you guys know me. They're the Tilston boot, super, super cute. I am personally a sucker for a heeled boot, especially like a rustic kind of looking vibe. I guess I just love making the outdoor chic. I don't know, but I love that style, especially for the fall. And guys, they were on sale, which you absolutely love to see, especially once you've already decided that you're gonna buy them and then you find out they're on sale. Amazing. My next fashion find is a little black shoulder bag. It's from the brand Urban Expressions. It looks very, very similar to that Instagram famous bag. I don't know if you guys know which one I'm talking about but it has like the ruched scrunchy handle. It's super cute. My only critique on it is that I would rather have the bag have a zipper instead of a metal clasp, but you can't win them all. And guys, again, this was surprisingly on sale. So I really lucked out with both of these finds. Check them out for yourself. Again, I got them at DSW, but I'm sure that you can find them on their individual sites as well. Last up for what's good, your songs. The first one by Yana by Backermat. Next, Apple Crumble by Lime Cordial and Idris Alba. And lastly, a song that is on theme. Definitely kind of a slower song than we're probably used to on the Typically Peachy What's Good playlist on Spotify. But I had to add it in. It's the song Vincent, originally by Don McLean. But I am suggesting the Passenger cover because I love Passenger. I love his voice and I think that it's an amazing cover. That's it for what's good. Let's get right into Need to Know Basis, round this podcast out with something that has been top of mind for me that I just really want to share with you guys, and that is being more present. I got the idea for this topic because when I went to the Van Gogh exhibit, as amazing as it was, as immersive as it was, as incredible as everything around me looked, I was not fully present. One, because I was still working when I went there. But two, because I just had so much on my mind about other things that I had to get done, that I had to do, that were not yet finished. Just being in such a beautiful setting and not being able to be fully present, be fully there, 
because I have so many other things going on in my mind is what one, led me to think about this topic, but two, led me to think, Emma, you gotta do something about this. You gotta figure out how to be more present in your everyday moments so that you don't take these one-of-a-kind experiences for granted, so you don't just let them pass you by. Guys, it's so hard when you feel like there's so much going on all the time and there are deadlines and people relying on you and your work. I feel this constantly. I feel like I'm always struggling with it because even if I'm not crazy about the work that I'm doing, for some reason, I feel like I need to put so much of myself into it just to make sure that everything is getting done and also that I'm not letting other people down or I'm not letting myself down. Responsibility is great. It really is. Having it, having people feel like they can trust you is an awesome feeling. But it really does make you prioritize things that you sometimes wish you had the power not to prioritize. I just feel like sometimes I'm racing time. I'm trying to do everything that I need to do for work, for myself, working on things that's going to help future Emma out. It can feel like a lot. And more than that, It's definitely prevented me from feeling like I am where I am. Being go, go, go all the time really does not leave much room for pause. I think in those moments of literally being full steam ahead, you just need to take a pause. Pretend you're at a red light or something. Just stop for a second and realize where you are. Appreciate what's around you because moments only happen once. That is something I am trying to tell myself over and over again. Moments only happen once. You could do the exact same experience twice and both times are going to be different. You can't guarantee sameness there. And you can't guarantee repeat moments because they just don't happen. At least not at their original state. I really believe that we need to appreciate that more. At least I for sure do. It's so easy to forget with how routine things can feel. That each day, each moment is unique and shapes the next day and the next moment. Here's a great quote for you guys. I feel like somebody has probably said it before, but I'm saying it now. The present is a present, so don't take it for granted. Recognize the art of being in the present, the art of being aware, the art of being mindful, the art of the moment. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that if you are an art lover, this was fun for you. I hope that even if art isn't your thing, you can take something from this because at the end of the day, Van Gogh is a part of pop culture as well. Don't forget that. Have a great rest of your week. Do something nice for a stranger. Do something nice for yourself. Practice presence. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 